This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Welcome into another edition of the Rosie Report. Jim Rosenhaus along with you following game number five on Thursday for the Tribe in the exhibition season. They were on the road in Maryvale taking on the Milwaukee Brewers and a good day all around for the Indians. They played good defense, a great catch in the outfield by Ben Gamble. Andres Jimenez made a fine play defensively at shortstop. But the big stories, Yu Chang with a pair of home runs and shutout pitching for three innings. In fact, no hit, perfect pitching for three innings from Aaron Zavalli and two perfect innings from Logan Allen. A 5-1 to one win for the Tribe over the Brewers. Afterward, Terry Francona talked about specifically that good pitching that he saw from Savali and Allen. Yeah, I mean, he terrific. I thought he both Logan Allen. I mean, anytime you you face the minimum, you don't walk anybody. Um, Aaron got early outs, you know, and just, just really pitched. And... You know, we talked about it last year. You know, sometimes he pitches beyond his. And today was a good example of that. He just really looked like a veteran pitcher out there. Um, you know, just, I think, you know, you, you always want to be careful when you're talking about arm action and things like that. But he's just trying to be able to get to balance a little bit easier, a little bit more consistently. He says he's going to pitch mostly out of that that sort of stretch type delivery then for the rest of the season, not as much of a wind up to just to sort of simplify things? Well, it certainly does. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it almost looks like a stretch, but there's that one little step back with his left foot and then he's raring to go. And I agree with him. I mean, if guys could, you know, we did, Carrasco did it completely out of the stretch. Um, you know, anything, you know, consistency and repeating your delivery is so big. Anything to, that they can do to enhance that is welcome. Peter, not that, not that you guys ever forgot about him, but Chang reminded me today <laughs> that he's in camp. Um, good to see him swing it like that. Yeah, and you know, the first one, you know, he hit the first pitch, and then it was so nice to see him the next time up go to like a little bit right of center and stay through the ball. So many times guys get long when they hit a home run, and that doesn't usually lead to good things, but he stayed right up the middle and really hit that ball well. Then he had a good, good at-bat where he drew the walk. And, you know, same thing with Freeman. Anytime you hit the ball with authority the other way, things are – you're doing something right. <laughs> Tito, you, you saw Chang in, in summer camp, too, pretty much show that same kind of power. Is is this, you know, a preview of something coming down to the pipe here for, with them? Certainly hope so. I mean, with young players – you know, until they do it and they repeat it, you know, you just don't know. But nobody wants to sell him short. I mean, you know, I know when you hit a home run in spring training, it doesn't go on your baseball card. But it's nice to see that. It's nice to know that it's in there. And we've seen it before. He's got a lot of, a lot of tools to be a good baseball player. And you heard Tito commenting about Savali's new arm action and delivery. And afterward, Aaron Savali talked about the adjustments that he made in the offseason that he hopes will come into play in a big way in 2021. Yeah, so Ruben gave me a call early in the offseason just uh, 
said, I'm not going to force this on you, but I think this would be a good idea um, for many reasons. But um, so I, I have a really good relationship with Ruben. It was, he was my pitching coordinator when I got drafted and I, I developed a really good relationship with him. So I, I, uh, I, I decided that that should, if he's going to suggest something, I, I think I should give it some thought. Um, I, I was all for it and bought in as soon as I started throwing. Um, went into, so it was the concept was shortening my arm um, with the idea to get my arm and lower half in, in better sync. Um, and also to, um, instead of taking my hand out of my glove and pronating right away, it was to keep a more neutral wrist. Um, just for, that's for a health and safety type of thing. Uh, keep my arm in the, in the right positions. Um, but started early on with a football just to completely dissociate from baseball. Um, basically relearn my arm path and then had to relearn all my pitches just because everything was was different but I'm very happy I made the decision I'm glad glad Ruben made that call um, it was pretty pretty natural transition but a lot of different drills went into it and a lot of a lot of video and a lot of a lot of phone calls so glad, glad to see it's paying off were you in a full windup before or is this is this different now in terms of your windup yeah, so that that will be my windup for the year. I did a lot of my work out of the stretch this off season, um, changing my arm path. I didn't want to add any rotation into my delivery that could could alter that. Um, so I just decided to keep it simple. I didn't really do too much work on that windup. It's kind of just a little stutter step, not really shifting too much weight. Um, but all, a lot of the work I did to transition to the new arm path was out of the stretch. Um, less less movement is less chance for error, so. Aaron, it's, it's worked out and I'm, I'm glad to hear that. What were your concerns though, initially when this was, when you were approached with this? I didn't have too many concerns. I knew it was coming from a good place. I knew Ruben's not gonna tell me to do something if he didn't fully believe it's gonna benefit not only me, but the team and my future and our future. Um, I. I didn't really have many hesitations about it. Everything that we discussed made sense. I countered with questions and he answered. We had a discussion. It wasn't just here, do this. Um, it was back and forth and it was a mutual decision. But in the long run, it was everything made too much sense to not give it a shot. How's the split change feeling maybe compared to where you want to have it for opening day? Yeah, it feels pretty good. I think the action has been decent, just kind of some start points and where where I'm starting that pitch. Um, the action's there, just learning when and how to use it and go from there. Learning, it's a learning curve. Is it tough after an outing like that to not just want to, you know, press fast forward and, and get to the start of the regular season uh, in just the way you're feeling right now? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of new things for me, so I got to one outing is one outing. It's not it's not indicative of what is going to happen all the time, but I have to continue seeing hitters and what's working and certain situations where I can implement the new stuff that I'm working on. Um, so not only is the split change new, it's a new slider grip and throwing, as you saw today, some more four seams, just working on that. Um, that was another reasoning behind the arm path change was to be able to square up the ball a little bit better. and. Get some get some better profiles on my pitches. So every every outing is going to be a learning curve and seeing where things are at with, with where my stuff is at right now. 
Aaron, you guys got a lot of new faces this year, and there's still some question marks at some certain positions. Uh, the Indians are going to lean on the starting rotation. Uh, how much do you guys embrace that amongst that group? I think everyone around here is just they're they're doing their part, and wherever the decisions are, that's not in our control. So we're going to go out there and give it our all. I know starting pitching has been a strong point of the Indians for a while, but at the end of the day, it's everyone does their individual job, then they're doing that for the guys around them, and the team's going to benefit as a whole. Another member of the Indians' bullpen, Nick Whitgren. He's our guest on today's edition of the Rosie Report. We went one-on-one with Whitgren earlier in the spring, talked to him about a variety of subjects. Always fun to visit with the uh, personable young man out of Purdue and now lives in Florida. And uh, a lot of good stuff to get to with Nick Whitgren, so let's settle in and listen in. Nick, you look at, at coming back for, for another season and, and really coming off a, a solid year last year, and I know a lot of players, they kind of take stock of what went well and, and what they need to work on in an off season. But, but coming out of 2020, as unusual as everything was, uh, what were your thoughts on the season where it seemed like you made some, some really nice strides? Yeah, you know, uh, made some nice strides, and it was kind of one of those things that, like you said, weird circumstance, just everything around going on and stuff. Uh, but as a team, we we really kind of bonded together and went after it and, you know, took it in stride, and everyone was kind of on the same page with everything. So it, it just helped that transition easier, and uh, it was one of those things that made it to playoffs, but, you know, just kind of fell a little short. It seemed like, especially pitching-wise, everyone was prepared when, when they came out of the break and, and got back to it in the middle of the summer. Um, what were some of the keys for you where you it seemed like you were almost able to improve during that, that downtime as opposed to just trying to hold what you had in spring training? Uh, well, I think it kind of helped that, you know, I have the own home gym, so I was able to keep doing my workout regimen and, you know, arm care and all that. And then with my wife, Ash, she was able to help out with that as well. Uh, and a lot of guys during that, you know, shut down, all the gyms were shut down, everything was closed. So it was kind of one of those things that you just found your own way to work out. I saw guys throwing, you know, hay bales, sandbags, uh, just trying to do anything in the book. Uh, I think I saw even a couple minor league guys picking up pigs and squatting with them or something like that. So, you know, every, everyone was just trying to figure out a way to, uh, to keep getting better. And it was nice that we kind of held one another accountable too, stayed close in touch with everyone and uh, kind of talked our way through about what everyone was doing. So it kind of pushed one another to make sure we stayed, you know, on the right path, right regimen and ready for uh, whenever the season kicked off. All right, so you mentioned you, you have this nice home gym that, that's always been a dream of yours, but obviously you need that good guidance. And, and you mentioned real quickly your wife, Ashley, helps you a bunch. Uh, explain for fans who don't know her background and how beneficial that is for you in, in your career right now. Yeah, so uh, she has her master's in science, her CSCS, which is a coaching certification, her PN1, which is a nutritional certification, and TPI, which is like a movement base kind of deal um but basically with all that she uh she worked under eric cressy who a lot of guys go to now and stuff and uh i go to him for my programs and then my wife just implements them she makes sure i do everything right uh good form good technique breathing wise do everything uh so it's kind of one of those things that 
I'm very lucky <laughs> to, to have her and blessed to have her. And if I ever need, you know, any questions or anything, having that home gym, I can just open up the garage door and be like, Hey babe, can you come here? <laughs> and, uh, and you know, she usually Jackson loves to hang out while we work out, but sometimes he, he tries to lift the weights and, <laughs> and do, uh, do some stuff that, you know, we're like, Oh, don't do that. Don't throw that. Oh no, not out the window, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, uh, she usually in the other room, but yeah, she just, she's there and helps me out. And I'm, I'm very thankful for it. She's, you know, I'm healthy and where I'm at today because of her. So when you look at this, as you get deeper and deeper and further along in that program, uh, what have you noticed on the mound that, that is readily noticeable that's allowed you to get better because of that? Just a little more like explosion uh, in my lower half and everything. I've I've always kind of uh, been working towards you know making that better and stuff. But that was one of the main things. Focus on this off season, also last off season during quarantine was just kind of an explosive standpoint, getting myself in a better power position and uh, you know my velo increased a little bit last year. So hopefully it translates to this year too. When you look at, at the Indians' bullpen heading into spring training, there'll be some new faces down there, and that's normal for, I think, any major league bullpen from year to year. Uh, what do you do in spring training to, to try and kind of get that good thing going, or do you have to wait till the regular season to, to see who the, the people are down there before you, you really get too close to anybody and start to build those good bonds? No, I think I think we start building the bonds right now. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things uh, – longer the bond, the stronger usually it is. And if we can start building that relationship right now between the whole entire group, uh, it helps out because, you know, a lot of people think kind of what you just said, the bond as soon as, you know, the team's made, but the seven or eight guys that are in the bullpen, you know, those aren't going to be the only seven, or eight guys throughout the whole entire 162 game season. Uh, you know, it's people are going to get called up, called down that whole deal. So we need a tight knit group you know, throughout the whole entire organization and stuff. And that's kind of what we try to do during spring, try to build a bond, make them together. And that way, once when they're up, you know, everyone that comes up feels comfortable. And that's uh, really what happened in 2019 with me. Uh, you know, we built a great bond here. Everyone made me feel really comfortable here. And then when I got called up, I felt really comfortable in the clubhouse, felt comfortable with all the guys and, just with that, it made the transition a lot easier to go up to the big leagues. And that's kind of what we're trying to do right here. What have, what have been some of the keys that you noticed, not someone who was drafted and developed by the organization, but has certainly reached the major leagues with the Indians consistently, uh, maybe that the Indians have done for you that, that maybe wasn't happening elsewhere or, or just something that, that really clicks for you here? Uh, the analytics side, a lot, a lot of the number-based stuff, computer stuff that uh, watching my film and just the way my ball spins, how I'm throwing it, where I'm throwing it, my extension, that whole deal, uh, kind of taking that and what I do on the mound and put them together and how I feel with all those and then making the numbers match with how I feel and how I'm throwing. Uh, that's kind of really, you know, helped me out to get the most out of all of my pitches. I think this time a year ago, I might have asked you if you had anything new going on, new pitches, and you said, you know what, I'm just trying to make the, the ones I have better. Um, anything new this year or more of the same, just trying to make what you have better? More of the same, trying to make what I have better. Oh, always trying to make it better.
And uh, spring training excitement, obviously, uh, some time at home, I know it is something that's good, and especially with a, a young child. But uh, excited to, to get out here and, and see what the Indians have this year with a lot of new faces. Oh, extremely excited. Been ready to go since, you know, basically the end of October last year. <laughs> That's Indians relief pitcher Nick Whitgren, who could see some time closing games this season, depending on how everything goes with some of the other candidates as well. That's going to do it for today's edition of the Rosie Report. The Indians, with their victory on Thursday over the Brewers, are now 3-2 and two on the exhibition slate for whatever that's worth. And it's not worth a whole lot, but... I think the biggest key on Thursday, good, clean baseball by the Tribe, and, and that's something that we'll watch for during the regular season. They'll need to pitch well. They did on Thursday, and they played good defense too. And some thunder in the bat of Yu Chang got it all done. Next up for the Indians, a meeting with the Chicago Cubs in Mesa on Friday afternoon. You can hear that ball game on Indians.com, a webcast exclusive with a first pitch of 310. Hope you can join us, and we hope you can visit with us again on the next edition of the Rosie Report as we recap Friday's activities from Goodyear. Until then, as always, thanks to Bart Swain, Court Berry Tripp, and Austin Contrulis from the Indians PR Department. I'm Jim Rosenhouse, and you've been listening to the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. 